0: Today we have analysed the government's initial briefing for the 2018-2019 Australian Federal Budget and bring you the information contained in that briefing about illegal phoenixing activity. These are extremely important issues for directors of companies to be aware of. So listen on for our quick updates on the Federal Budget 2018 in relation to combating illegal phoenixing. Hi, it's Joanna Oakey here and welcome back to Talking Law. Today we are talking about the Federal Budget 2018 and in particular the introductions in relation to combating illegal phoenixing. So the government has just a couple of days ago announced their plans to reform the corporations and tax laws and provide regulators with additional powers in an attempt to deter and disrupt illegal phoenixing activity. So what is illegal phoenixing? I hear you ask. All right, so let's talk about that very quickly first, just so that you understand what I'm talking about here. Now, illegal phoenixing is where a new company is created to continue the business of a company that has been deliberately liquidated to avoid paying its debts. So, an example here is that a director might be running a company responsibly but remains unable to pay its debts. Debt, so then the director transfers the company assets to another company with the same or similar name, often for little or no value, but before then handing the company over to a liquidator. The director then seeks to avoid paying any creditors, including suppliers and employees, through the failed company's liquidation as it's wound up, and then continue to operate the new entity that has been stripped out of these liabilities. Often the ATO being one of the highest uh, level creditors, and as I said before, you know, other creditors might be uh, suppliers, employees, and business partners. Now, this practice of phoenixing results in customers not receiving goods or services they've paid for if they've prepaid, obviously lost income for suppliers who may have provided goods or services on credit and haven't been paid for those, lost taxation that hasn't been paid to the ATO, and lost wages and entitlements for affected employees. Effectively, the government looks at it in this way. Illegal phoenix operators gain an unfair advantage over their honest competitor businesses. And this, of course, has a broad economic impact. And the word phoenix effectively comes, of course, from the fable of the uh, phoenix bird rising from the ashes. And so this is where the um, phrase has come from. So let's talk about the reforms now, now that we've gotten a bit clear on what phoenixing and illegal phoenixing is, let's talk about the government's reforms. So the government's reforms in the new budget, as has been um, proposed just in the last few days, is that new phoenix offences will be introduced to target people, effectively directors, who conduct or facilitate illegal phoenixing. And when we're talking about those who conduct or facilitate this phoenixing activity, as I said, obviously the directors will be considered, but this looks like it might also be broader and bringing in the pool of advisors who might be conducting or facilitating this phoenixing as well. Now, the next element of the reform is to prevent directors from improperly backdating resignations to avoid liability or prosecution. and I'll talk about this a little bit more um, in a moment, Um, but effectively it relates to limiting the ability of directors to resign when this would leave the company with no directors. The reforms are also aimed at restricting the ability of related creditors to vote on the appointment, removal or replacement of an external administrator. And they also aim to extend the director penalty regime. So let's talk about some of the detail behind all of this. Now, as I said, part of the government Reforms intend on preventing directors from improperly backdating resignations. Now, you might ask, why would directors want to backdate resignations? Why would they want to resign from a company? This is because illegal phoenixing provisions essentially mean that directors can be exposed to the company participating in the illegal phoenixing during the period of time that they are director of the company. So whilst they're director of the company, they're exposed to what the company is doing. When looking at whether a company is engaged in illegal phoenixing activities, the regulators will look at whether or not someone is a director of the company that is wound up and not paying its creditors, whilst also being the director of a new company by the same or similar name. So one of the things that the government is trying to do here is close the loophole of directors then resigning and leaving the company with no directors or resigning but backdating resignations in order for them to um, set up this arrangement so that they aren't being seen as being a director of old company and new company at the same time, effectively, whilst these transfers um, are happening and the company, the old company, is entering into liquidation. So, good question. I can hear you asking, how is the government? actually going to regulate that activity? How are they going to prevent directors from improperly backdating resignations? Well, the budget detail talks about an enforcement strategy, including a mobile strike team, more audits, a black economy hotline for members of the public to report black economy and illegal Phoenix activity. Um, They're also focusing on better data analytics and educational activities, i.e. activities a bit like this, where they're um, making it clear to the public who are directors what is illegal and what measures they should be avoiding if they are suffering cash flow issues within um, a company. All right, so the next area I wanted to talk about is the restriction of the ability of related creditors to vote on the appointment, removal, or replacement of an external administrator. So what's all this about? Often what happens is that organisations who are suffering cash flow issues and considering liquidating the business or starting a new business might stack the creditor list so that they can then drive who is appointed as an external administrator so that they can retain control in choosing the appointment of the external administrator. As such, the government is looking at its reforms to restrict the ability of creditors to vote on the appointment, removal or replacement of an external administrator of a collapsed firm in an attempt to combat these illegal phoenixing practices. So it will be interesting to see more of this detail as it comes out in relation to how this will actually work. But the other element that I particularly wanted to talk about is then the extension of the director penalty regime to GST, luxury car tax, and wine equalization tax, making directors personally liable for these elements of the company's debts and the ATO's expanded powers to retain refunds where there are outstanding tax lodgements. Now, at the moment, we have something in place called a director penalty regime. And that means that if directors don't lodge pay-as-you-go withholding amounts and superannuation guarantee charge amounts within three months of the due date, so if they don't lodge their BASs within three months of the due date, and pay the bazers within three months of the due date, they can become personally liable for these costs. Now, prior to this current director penalty regime introduced a few years ago, directors weren't personally liable until they had received a director penalty notice and that notice had expired. So, what it meant was many years ago when this was the case, directors had some way of getting out of the personal liability. But under legislation introduced a few years ago, directors now have become personally liable automatically for the penalty amount until it is paid in full. So what this means is that under the new federal budget, this regime is looking to be extended to apply to unpaid GSTs. So effectively, that means now, if you're a director of a company that fails to lodge and pay its BASs within three months of the due date, all of the directors of the company will become automatically personally liable for the company's debts relating to pay-as-you-go withholding amounts that haven't been paid, superannuation guarantee charge amounts that haven't been paid, unpaid GST as well as unpaid luxury car tax and unpaid wine equalisation tax. So this is personal liability attaching to the directors even if the company is wound up, if indeed the BASs haven't been lodged and paid within three months of their due date. So that's our snapshot of the illegal phoenixing provisions in the federal budget 2018. Some of these areas are certainly not new, but they're an expansion of the position under the legislation um, at the current time. And of course, the proposal for the extension of this legislation should be another warning for all directors out there to be very careful about how they're managing their reporting and payment obligations with the ATO if they're undergoing a bit of a cash crunch, which often comes for businesses as they grow or go through cyclical ups and downs in their business. And it's also perhaps a really important reminder for directors about their own asset protection. Of course, it's another reminder that directors need to be close to the accounts and what's happening in companies of which they are a director. It's really important that directors are actively involved in what's happening within the company because you can become personally liable even if you have no awareness of what's happening with the account and the lodgement side of your business. And then from a supplier perspective, I think this is heartening the development of the legislation because, you know, it's really sad from a supplier perspective in getting caught up in having a large outstanding um, balance with an organisation that then ends up being liquidated. And it's particularly more frustrating if you then know that that business has effectively started to trade again from another clean entity, but effectively with the same name, employees and business outfit as they were running under the organisation that owed you money. So I think the reforms are good from that perspective. But of course, it's a real reminder for directors to stay close to the accounts and close to understanding what's happening with logic and payment. Great. Well, thanks for tuning in to this episode of Talking Law. If you'd like more information about this topic, head over to our website at talkinglaw.com.au where you can see the transcript of this episode and you can also find out how to contact our lawyers at Aspect Legal if you would like help with any of the items that we covered today. If you're a supplier and you're worried about uh, amounts, that are outstanding to clients where you're concerned you may not get paid, seek advice quickly because quite often there's a lot that you can do if you get in quick enough. And if you're a director of a company that's undergoing a cash flow crisis, then contact our lawyers to get advice on what you should be doing to ensure that you're avoiding this uh, director penalty personal liability regime. And finally, if you enjoyed what you heard today, please pop over to iTunes and leave us a review. Thanks again for listening in. You have been listening to Joanna Oki and Talking Law, brought to you by the commercial legal practice, Aspect Legal. See you next time.